Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. I love Mondays because it's Cray News with Kay on a Monday. It's Kay Smith. Kay, how are you? Good to see you. I'm good. How are you? I'm living the dream, getting it done. So read everything she does in the Daily Caller news and commentary. Make sure that you check her out on Newsmax TV, that Carl Higby and some others. And uh, and also, I think she's on the, the third or the fourth. The first Is it the first, the third, or the fourth? It's one of the, I don't want to say the second. The first? <laughs> it is the first. Have you figured yeah. out, last week I asked you about this. Have you figured out why it's called that? No. That's your assignment for next week. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll get on that. I appreciate that. Let's talk about your old stomping grounds. You were in California for a long time, and um, you finally got wise and said, I can't be in California anymore. I think I had a little something to do with that. I'm like, get the hell out of California. You're not living in America. What are you doing? <laughs> um, and, and Governor Hairgel was the governor then, wasn't he? Yes, he was. He feel, I feel like at this point he's been the governor for eternity but I think it's just like so much bad has happened in such a small frame of time. It's hard to believe yeah. that it's been, what, like a, like less than a decade? Something it has like been. That? Yeah. yeah. Um, the question I have is, was he elected? He's not a bad looking guy. He's a tall guy. He's got the nice hair. Is that why he got elected? Because he there's no substance there, Kay. And, no, and he's a socialist to, to, to his soul. Well, there's like, you know, you speak to most people um, who vote left in California and there's not a whole lot of substance there. Like he's speaking to his people who don't realize that they are bo- uh, they are frogs in slowly boiling water. Yeah. That's that's how I would describe California at this moment in time. I think people voted for him because he said a lot of good things. Like It's the same reason that a lot of people vote Democrat, right? Like they say all of the right things things and they keep us just busy enough and just like angry at each other enough so that we don't realize that they don't do any of the things that they say that they're going to do until it's too late wow and and there he is he goes to china recently runs over a chinese kid in the basketball court <laughs> i don't know if you saw that video it was ridiculous and now president xi is coming to san francisco the mayor of san francisco london breed was just interviewed and asked if this was cleaned up because they just you've seen it. The people watching have seen it. I did a I did a, a short video over on TikTok and Instagram and everything else on on the the new fences that are in San Francisco. They got rid of all the homeless. They cleaned up the streets. I guess there's no poop in the streets now, and they put up a bunch of fences. Even though Democrats keep saying fences don't work, London Breed said we didn't do it for them. We've been working on this for years, and then they go to hair gel, K. And they ask him, thinking he's going to say the same thing. He says, people are saying that we cleaned this up for the visit. And you know what we did? <laughs> like, what? He doesn't even know to lie about that part. He's not supposed to say the part out loud. So fences and walls don't work, but now there are fences up in San Francisco. Have yeah. you seen this? Fill me in. How do you feel about it? Well, I think, okay, so fences up in San Francisco. Here's what's going on. There's a big Asia-Pacific economic conference thingy, whatever, like big important people going to talk about big important stuff and then probably just still try and enact a digital currency or social right. credit score, whatever. Oh, yeah. So that's that's the sort of pretext here, like that or the context, shall we say. 
San Francisco is hosting this event. So anyone that's like seen pictures of San Francisco video, anything like that, even visited there in the last 10 years, know that it, it just descended into this absolute hellhole yes. where all of America's just like forgotten children were allowed to go and use drugs and engage in all sorts of other heinous criminal activity um, until they died. And the Democrats were like, oh, but it's compassionate that we let them do this. It's so compassionate that we let them um, break into your home, steal all of your things to go and sell and then use that money to buy drugs and then overdose on it. Apparently that's compassion to California lawmakers um, and to the people who vote for them. Whereas, you know, obviously in reality, it's just like a genocide against America's mentally ill. That's what it is. Right. And so we don't want to show that. And when I say we, I mean absolutely no one like you and I, uh, basically, again, these sort of Democrats, California's lawmakers, they don't want to show that to the rest of the world, even though the rest of the world is fully aware that it's happening. Like this is not some secret Chinese propaganda regularly makes fun of San Francisco for literally being hell on earth. Um, And so because Xi Jinping, the sort of uh, Chinese Communist Party dictator, there's not really a better word to use in this situation, um, because this dictator is coming to visit and because America's existence right now and our even though we are basically in a cold war with China, um, the reason that China hasn't like blown us off the face of the earth is because we've done everything that they've wanted so far. So this guy's come in to visit. So obviously California lawmakers turned around and said, okay, well, let's like quietly and very, 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 very quickly clean up this problem that has been destroying the city for more than, or I guess almost, if not more than a decade, let's clean it up overnight, even though the people who vote for us, the people who pay their taxes here, have been asking us to do this for years, um, and we've said no every time. Let's do it because the leader of the Chinese Communist Party will look down on us if he sees this. Well, again, as you said, uh, he's not stupid. He sees the video. Uh, Everybody has seen what's going on in San Francisco. So it's not like he's going to think, oh, wow, San Francisco has just always been great. It hasn't been. Um, But but this is the same exact thing they did in El Paso when when Biden went there. They had to pretend like there were no illegal immigrants there, that there were no homeless on the sidewalk, that there weren't people peeing and pooping right there you know, in front of stores. So, Kay, you probably know this answer because, again, you, you not only lived there, but you examined what was wrong with it. Where are the people? What did he do with them? Where are the homeless now? Are they in fancy hotels? Where are they? You know, I asked myself that question when I wrote this story today. And there's part of me that sort of always goes to this really dark dystopian place because history has shown us that humans will go to that dark dystopian place as soon as they get an opportunity. Um, Yeah, they're probably just being held in hotels, maybe like old facilities. You know, there's so much that's gone out of business. In San Francisco, there's probably a shed load. I mean, that doesn't sound like a lot. In Britain, if you say a shed load, it's like a very clean way of, you know what I'm trying to say. But there's a lot of disused buildings all over the Bay Area because so many businesses have had to leave, um, either because of rent hikes, because of taxes, because of crime, because of violence. So there's pretty much any number of places that these people are going to be housed. What terrifies me is the idea, I don't, well, obviously, the terrifying thing is like, what What if they just like got rid of them? Like got rid of them, got rid of them. I hope not. Yeah, that'd be hard. Yeah, but again, history has shown us that like people will do that if given the opportunity. Look at World War II. 
um, something that clearly isn't taught in schools anymore if you listen right. to the way that most college students talk. But um, I also really fear the idea of grouping people in mental distress in sort of one or a handful of very enclosed environments right. um, without the necessary professional care there. Like, that scares me. I'm Those stories we're not going to hear from this entire situation. Well, this is this is why we have the problem. I think you and I agree. They closed the, the mental asylums, and, and they closed the facilities that can actually help these people and keep us safe from them, and they just let them out in the street. Now they have to get rid of them. Hopefully they didn't get rid of them, get rid of them like you were alluding to, um, and hopefully they're still alive and maybe getting some help. But... I mean, it's going to be, what, about an hour after she leaves? They're just going to be out in the street again, right? They're not leaving these, these fences up there. There's no way they're staying to help the residents. They're going to get rid of them, and it's going to become what it was, right? Well, I think the other thing that kind of freaked me out today, and this is like tinfoil hat moment, right? Like, there's always going to be one, because that's where we my brain Okay, we expect it. We expect it now. Yes. Um, I don't know why I'm laughing. It's probably because I'm scared. Um when I was looking for an image to use for my article today, I just typed in San Francisco. Like, super easy, newest sure. images come up. Yeah. I'm just looking for someone who's been wandering around San Francisco, taking photographs, and post them on Getty Images. Like, it could be of anything, as long as I've got the barricades, right? Right. Like these walls that they've put up. So I'm looking, and it's all, and one of the pictures, well, you'll see if you go and look up the article, the picture I used, it's uh, one of these barricades, and it's just lines of police in riot gear. And behind them is what looks like a small militia, like police, law enforcement in riot gear, because I had no idea that San Francisco had such horrendous pro-Hamas like, I guess, pro, oh, yes. I don't know if it's pro-Palestine. Like, I don't really know what the deal is, but I know that it's, like, a lot of very anti-Jewish rallies yes. um, and a lot of extremely racist, violent language being used rallies are happening all over the world right now. But I guess in San Francisco, that's also happening while this conference is going on. And so there's part of me that's like, if I was a city leader and I was watching my my, I guess, I don't even, I, I wouldn't even call them like constituents at this point, I guess just like residents of my city descend into this type of chaos. I'd be like, okay, let's protect what we can because we don't know how to control this. What I see as a city extremely out of control who is using the best spin possible to explain their decision-making. And I think the undercurrent is actually just like mass social unrest i think that's what we're seeing here and it's really scary well i don't disagree with you i think that people would take the opportunity with these world leaders coming to town to go nuts and do all of their pro hamas you know protesting and all this other stuff so i mean what bothers me the most is, is very and i want to move on to the weather in a second but what bothers me the most is that they have the ability to clean up the streets and make it a safe area for people they have the ability to put up these fences, which you can see through, that don't hinder anything other than keeping you safe. They have that ability. They've always had the ability, just didn't want to do it for Americans, but they'll do it for the for this guy from Red China. It doesn't make any sense to me other than, you know, they're in the pocket of this guy, or they want their city to be like Beijing, or fill-in-the-blank city in China. And that makes me sick, because I think it's a it's probably a preview of what it would look like if they all got their way, if that makes sense. 
Absolutely. That's that's basically what I was alluding to. Um, but I think you put it way better than I did. Yeah, but you said it with um, a really cool accent, which is nice. Yeah, it's, it's, I try. It's, it's, I try. Uh, I've been practicing for a while now. Oh, no, it's great. Yeah. It's uh, Kay Smythe. She's Welsh. So put the E at the end of Smythe, S-M-Y-T-H. You go read everything she does in the Daily Caller, see her on TV, see her here on my program, here on my program, too. Uh, what is the forecast for this winter? Because, again, with global warming and climate change, I think it's going to be like 100 degrees all winter, right? <laughs> yeah, right. No, I, uh, you know me, I like to pick up sort of the weirder stories and editorialize as much as possible. So I saw AccuWeather and uh, NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric, basically the weather service. Um, They were all saying, oh, we're in an El Nino year. For those who don't understand, the simplest way I can explain El Nino is uh, weather goes wonky for about a year. Yes. And then it goes back to normal, but like a little bit more exaggerated of a normal. And um, yeah, these El Nino years, basically the weather around the world just like flips direction. Like things yes. just. Things there's, just an El, there's an El Nino and a La Nina. They're, truly, they're different weather systems, right? Yeah. Um, so it's like this weird phenomenon that happen, uh, happens every decade or every half decade, whatever. Uh, we're in this El Nino year. So different to last year, we've seen different weather patterns all year. So I see this, I, I wouldn't even call it a headline, it was probably just like a tweet or something from the National Weather Service, and they were like, oh yeah, could have historic winter, it's going to be cold, it's going to be really cold, guys, uh, it's going to be really, really crazy and dangerous out there. And I said to my editor, I was like, I vividly, because I have, my mother doesn't believe that I have the memory that I have because of how I've lived most of my adult life, but I have okay. the most insane memory. But this is only about a year ago. I spent probably the best part of four months like covering all of the different storm systems that were happening. And then over Christmas, I was uh, basically covering everything that was going on in Buffalo at the time. We had, I think, over 60 people were killed. Uh, by the snowstorm that rolled through. We also at the same time had these atmospheric rivers and bomb cyclones hitting California. So obviously, you know, uh, weather has reversed. Everything's going crazy. Wet, like, you know, what's going to happen in California this year? Oh, the forecast says it's going to be exactly the same as last year. And I'm just at this (laughs) point where, and I said this to John the other day, we're driving along. When the Nazis uh, invaded, I believe it was, I want to say Amsterdam. I can't remember. But they invaded the city. One of the first things they did on the first day, they took control of obviously like the power supply. They took control of the news and they took control of the weather service and they removed the weather forecast from the newspaper. And I said to John, I was like, one of the easiest ways, one of the easiest ways to hurt people is to not tell them what's headed their way. So if the tornado siren doesn't go off. If you're not being told that there's like a massive tropical depression that's evolving rapidly, whether it's over the Pacific or the Atlantic or the Gulf, I mean, we're talking about, I think it was something close to, I want to say like 40 people were killed two weeks ago in that Hurricane Otis that hit Acapulco. Right. Came out of nowhere, developed in 12 hours. So if you want to really cause some chaos and you really want to cause some damage, just don't tell people what the weather's going to be. Or no, no, it's very admit that you don't have a blimmin' clue what's going on. They like don't. the National Weather Service, it's just like, bro, we've been through this they have every no idea. year. Oh no, no. After Hurricane Katrina in 2005, they said there would be 17 hurricanes the next year, and there were two. They don't know. 
They have no idea what's going to be happening. By the way, before we move on, El Nino is Spanish for the Nino. Okay, let's uh, tell me what's happening in Iceland quickly, about a minute or so. Okay, so this is actually kind of a scary one. There's a uh, volcano that's about to erupt in Iceland. If it doesn't, I will be shocked, but I'll also be like, oh, that's such cool geology, because that stuff just really excites me. Um, This thing, okay, it's hard to explain the scale of it to people who aren't as obsessed with this stuff as I am. But to put in perspective, say, like, I don't know, when Mount Etna erupts, it's sort of one of those things like Mount Etna in Sicily, like no one really panics, like no one's really in the way, it's it's all good. Yeah, in Iceland, they've had something like 30,000 earthquakes in the last, like, week, something like that. Is it normal to have earthquakes there? It's normal to have earthquakes, but what we're seeing is earthquake swarms. So basically... This giant 10-mile-long magma, cha- magma chamber is just growing steadily under this entire town. We don't know when it's going to erupt. We don't know what kind of eruption it's going to be. You're That's such a chaos. And what the honestly, hell is I feel a, like a mag- I'm back in university, and I'm so here for it. <laughs> An earthquake storm? I've never even heard of that. Yeah. A magma complex? What did you say? Magma it's what? A magma chamber. It's like a giant thing of lava under the ground. You're just making this stuff up. I'm not. I could do a TED talk right now on volcanoes all day. I love volcanoes. They're so scary. As long as no one's hurt, fascinating. And so brilliant. is something going to blow in Iceland? Yeah, it's probably. I mean, it, if it hasn't even gone off already, I haven't actually looked at my phone in the last hour because I'm not that good at news and all that. Isn't it? Isn't it true that Iceland isn't and Greenland is? Yes. So why do they call it Iceland? Well, really? there's still a See lot of do? ice. Have you been there? I've never been there. I've never been there. It's one of those places. I've been to Finland. That's also okay. a lot of ice. Okay. Um, and I've been to Mount Etna, and that started erupting when I was on it. That was a that was a long day. I'm pretty sure I've been there too, Mount Etna. But I've yeah. not been to I've been to that uh, the Nordic area of uh, of Europe. It's Case Smythe. Go and follow her CaseSmythe.com. That's her website. There's an E at the end of Smythe, and see her. Every article she writes in the Daily Caller is amazing, and see her on Newsmax as well. Okay, I appreciate you. I appreciate you too. We'll talk in a bit. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Always appreciate Kay coming on. Some uh, interesting news and commentary for sure. Let's do some popcorn. Dirty pop. Hi, Paula. What's happening? So I know how much you love to sing. and Oh, yes. Sometimes to our disappointment. Our audience, yes. uh, Would you ever sing on a plane while the plane is trying to take off? Not just out of the blue, not not without it being requested. No, somebody did that? Yeah, there was a gospel singer. I guess she was Grammy nominated. She was trying to sing one of her songs, and they kept asking her to stop. And she was recording herself thinking, I guess she'd get sympathy from people. Like, oh, like let her sing. But people were telling her, like, be quiet. I would, I would I would have asked her to stop singing, too. That's Polo, that's Sam, that's Carrie, and Joe. See you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.